Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome once again to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined as always by Wrestling Inc.'s own Raj Geary. And Mr. Matt Morgan will be joining us soon to do our WrestleMania preview, giving our predictions for what's going to go down Sunday in Orlando, Florida. But first, Raj and I are going to do a quick recap of this go-home show tonight, the Monday Night Raw before Mania. And then Matt's going to join us for predictions on the main event. So, Raj, uh, we were talking off the air. I said tonight was not a rehash of WrestleMania. It was a pre-hash of the matches that we're going to see going into Sunday's show. What did you think of it overall? Uh, I, I thought it was badly paced. It just felt like it it drug on forever. I mean, at the hour and a half spot, I felt like it had been three hours. And, you know, they just kind of, it was just back heavy. So, you know, in the first hour, you had very little that had to do with any of the top matches at WrestleMania. And, uh, yeah, I just thought it, for a go-home show, I thought it was really weak. Well, I think the main thing is that we saw the you know these previously these matches, but there was no story development in the majority of them. I mean, okay, we have ladders being added to the tag match. I mean, Sammy's thing at least told a story tonight, but with everything else, I just felt like okay, you know, with the women's match especially, I was like, this is a preview of what we're going to see Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of been their formula for a while. Uh, you know, they so usually... strange, ah, so strange they, to get people they... to pay for something. I mean, I guess not with the network, but. Uh, they kind of always do that. The last few weeks, you're not uh, with the top matches. You're not seeing much uh, development. You're, you know, it's it's just getting it, you know, getting you excited for it. And uh, I just didn't think tonight anything got you excited for it. You know, yeah. I thought the I thought the Reigns Undertaker might have been the best thing on the show, um, just because I thought Reigns uh, with his almost heelish promo, you know, he was like an insult or two away. Uh, from cutting a really good heel promo. So I thought that was interesting. But uh, other than that, it was, yeah, it was just kind of weak. So speaking of which, I mean, we opened with that. We opened with uh, the, the see, I hesitate to call them Wyatt-esque because it's so associated with that, but the interference, right? Teasing that the Undertaker, something's happening, something's coming. Undertaker and Bray got the same video guy working on their packages. Um, it was uh, it was, before the credits even ran. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool, though. That was a different, you know, a different spin on it. So I thought that was kind of neat. I like that they're going back to the gimmick. If this is his last run, I like that they're really playing on the occupational angle of the name because I feel like we haven't gotten that in a while. Uh, what, what do you mean? Well, like the the Undertaker idea. I mean, we know him as the Undertaker, but it's talked about a lot. Like he's sort of that old school of a wrestler being associated with a profession in a way. 
you know, and when he first came on board the scene, there was that idea. I mean, you know, but we haven't seen a lot of the casket imagery or the idea that this is a guy that literally, I mean, he says the digging holes for souls thing, but I liked actually having footage of him digging something, a grave, but that was a nice throwback. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, you know, being in my, being 41, that stuff gets a little hokey after a while. Oh, it's absolutely but, like, but if but he's the, going out, right? I mean, this is the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still a cool gimmick. So uh, even though it does get hokey at times, I, you know, like uh, no one ever faces or rarely do you face The Undertaker and it's your last match in WWE. So the whole rest in peace thing, uh, yeah, it's a, it, it can be a little hokey. But I, that being said, it's nitpicking uh, because it, I thought I thought that was well done. Yeah, although I wish, in hindsight, we would have got one last run of the American Badass version of Taker, just to see that for a little bit before uh, he goes out. You know, I really enjoyed that gimmick. I thought it it worked well. Um, I I don't know. I, I, I to each their own. I thought. Uh, <laughs> I, I just thought he, he just seemed like a member of the DOA when he was doing the American Badass gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, well, more age-appropriate, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is? It's whenever he takes the hat off and there's that red ring around his forehead. That's where I'm just like, 25 years, they still couldn't figure out a way to prevent that from happening. Yeah. Well. You know, kind of crazy. Um, so we had that tease at the beginning, but then we had an opening segment with Bailey. I thought this was ballsy on the part of the WWE to do an extended women's segment match in Philadelphia. And I feel that it started out pretty good, but then the crowd seemed to be losing interest towards the end there when uh, Sasha came out, Charlotte came out, Nia came out, and then we went into a tag match. Um, I guess the two big developments out of this are one that's going to be a fatal four-way elimination match on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It's an elimination match. They announced that earlier today. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, But now, correct me if I'm wrong, based on your booking predictions... Charlotte's going to win on Sunday because Bailey pinned her tonight. Charlotte pins Bailey. That's that's how it'll go down. Write it down. It's it's a lock. Bailey's losing. Now, may, may not necessarily Charlotte wins. I think it will be, but uh, but Bailey's probably losing. I like that they're setting up something between Sasha and Bailey. I mean, at the house show, uh, there was that footage that made the rounds of Sasha doing the move behind Bailey's back and uh, doing the belt gesture and whatnot. Um, so I think I'm excited post-Mania to see where the storyline goes. But what did you think of the match tonight um, and the four of them? Because it really just evolved, I think, into the same four-way we're going to see. Sometime. Yeah, this. I mean, the first half hour was this women's segment, and I just I, I just thought it, it, it never got going. And it's it's a match that people don't really care about all that much. I mean, you, you hear the crowd reactions over the last few weeks. And, you know, when you got one-sixth of the show dedicated to that, um, yeah, I, th- I thought it kind of turned the crowd off right from the beginning. Because for, for a Philly crowd, this was a pretty quiet crowd tonight. Yeah, and, uh, they seemed uh, just kind of restless most of the show. Yeah, yeah, I think they were just waiting for something. And you had this, and then you followed it up with, what, what was after this, the Cruiserweights? Uh, I think so, yeah. It was Austin Aries, and... and uh, Again, I think Aries is a is a great performer, but this is a kickoff show match. That's that's next. So, you know, an hour into the show, you haven't touched any of the the big matches at WrestleMania. Yeah, it was strange. And I thought, you know, the Aries uh, Noam Dar match. I thought that was all right. And I thought the women's match had some okay parts to it. I think the problem is that the the storytelling there. I think you could tell a better story. Um, ba- certainly Bailey's best stories. 
I mean, her best story has really been with Sasha in the one-on-one. I think with this now, it just feels like here's a division showcase, much like what they're doing on SmackDown. Yeah, I think Bailey just been booked so poorly over the last couple months that um, she's less over now as champ than she was before she won the title. So, um, yeah, this this title run hasn't done her any favors. Having her getting killed every week, you know, uh, beaten all the time definitely doesn't help. And, you know, tonight she got the win and then, you know, it's destroyed right after. So you, you never see her getting a win and then, you know, standing tall for a while afterwards. Yeah, that was very, very strange. Um, so we had that. We had uh, Aries pin Noam Dar. And uh, I'll tell you, you know, something I note about the women's match. Uh, it was during that time when all the reporting goes online about when they taped main event before tonight and i was like oh dana brooke versus alicia fox is on main event this week i would have much preferred to have watched that match as opposed to that women's you know same thing that we saw again and again yeah um it's the same formula every year when they got the multi-person matches they you they still do every combination until you're sick of it and you know like they did uh like they've done with the intercontinental title matches where they'll have like six, seven people in, and then they're just doing the same six or seven people, just different combinations. And they all run in at the end. And that's just kind of what they've been doing here. So after Aries versus Noam Dar, we had the uh, segment between Seth Rollins and triple H. What'd you think of this? I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. I thought Rollins Rollins is just missing something as a baby face. And uh, I, I just thought uh, Triple H kind of carried the segment. I just thought he kind of overshadowed Rollins here. But uh, that being said, I thought the segment itself was pretty good. I enjoyed uh, Triple H uh, making the segment about the one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. And I had to actually look it up. And, you know, Zach Gowan did win three matches in the WWE. He won three? Yeah. So a one-legged man can indeed win. There you go. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought it was okay, but I feel like in this whole thing, Triple H has been so verbose, which is funny coming from me saying somebody's being so verbose. But he's like so just laying out there again and again in such language where it's just not, it's not even subtle in the way he's setting this up. I think sometimes less is more and they're overscripting him. Well, and he's just kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, I thought one thing, just the visual of him telling Seth Rollins to sit down and then he starts to leave and Seth sits. I just think it makes Seth look kind of like a wuss. I don't know. It's just little things like that that Triple H himself doesn't do. He's not booked to look that way, but other people always are, even when he's the heel. And uh, I just thought that was just one of those things. But um, they're, 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 the storyline is Seth his knee is still hurt and um, you know, using the the booking math, it looks like triple H is going over this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I <laughs> just, the whole, I, how do you feel about WrestleMania in general at this point? Because I feel like tonight made me less excited for it somehow. Yeah. I will say, I will say that this show did nothing as far as uh, making me more excited about it. But it is still WrestleMania, you know, yeah. the, the, the set that they're making looks pretty insane. So, you know, yeah. like just the uh, the uh, the spectacle of it is always fun to watch and seeing that big stadium. And, and uh, so that's always cool. So I'm always going to be excited about WrestleMania, uh, but no match has really gotten to that that pitch where you're just like, 
really dying to see what happens. What and, about uh, the star power they announced that Al Roker is going to be there doing yeah. the? <laughs> I thought I was like, I, I'm, I'm surprised how many people are upset with it. It's like it's a it, he's a you know just a ring announcer in a match that doesn't you know. It's just odd. I'm like, can't we go back to talking about Shaq versus Big Show happening? Like, well, how far we've we fallen in terms of star power. You know. Uh, well, it's not just that. It's you know, I'm sure they're going to do something on the Today Show the next day after oh, Cena yeah. proposes to Nikki Bella and Al Roker is there. So you have that whole element. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. No, and I get that tie-in. It's just, hmm, I don't know. Something, something's a little off this year. This, Th- this is... That is probably going to get the most media attention of anything on the show. Is probably, unless there's some celebrity appearance that, you know, we don't know about yet. Uh, but it will probably be Cena proposing to Nikki. So having Al Roker there, having just a familiar face, you know, to the masses, it's just another thing. But, you know, for a wrestling fan, it doesn't matter either way. It's just a ring announcer. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about uh, Jobber Palooza that happened next, the over-the-top rope challenge. Big Show, uh, Jinder Mahal, Bo Dallas, Primo, Epico, Goldust, R-Truth, and Curtis Axel. Ended up with Big Show winning, and uh, he's going to the Andre uh, Battle Royal on Sunday. Uh, but then Braun Strowman coming out and facing off against him, setting up a storyline, you know, some confrontation that's going to happen there. I actually thought it was kind of nice just to see all these guys again. I feel like they've been completely <laughs> off TV. Yeah, the better part of the last few months. These are usually people who are only on main event, so yeah. they they got a chance to show their faces on Raw. But yeah, I, this did not make me want to watch the Andre the Giant Battle Royal at all uh, until Braun came in. I mean, that's cool, but yeah, I don't know. I just think it's just Braun and Big Show. It's kind of like a two man match in a way, and and Sammy Zayn, but and they could go with the upset and have Sammy win. I, I don't think they'll do that. I think that they're going to use it as a showcase for Braun, but um, they could go that way. I think Sammy wins and takes the trophy to SmackDown because I think they telegraphed that tonight with Steph talking about wanting the trophy to be at Raw, threatening that he's fired if he lost against Kevin tonight. I think, I mean, that's where, that's where I see the angle potential in this. Could It could happen. Um, they got a draft coming up, so it seems weird to have him go with the draft coming up so soon, but yeah. they could do it. Um, I, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't be against it. Yeah. I think it would be good. Um, although I thought it was weird timing. I tweeted this pro, you know, before pro wrestling tees uh, tweeted, they're having like a one week El Generico merchandise sale. And I was like, huh, that's odd timing. Maybe if Sammy got fired, that would be, you know, the, the reemergence of El Generico. Uh, but He's yeah, it's very fired. random. <laughs> Yeah, but just very random, very random that that would happen coinciding with this week. It, well, and he, I don't think he's moving either. He's scheduled for uh, to team with um, Finn Balor against Kevin Owens and, uh, and jeez. Oh, Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe at live events after WrestleMania. So, and that's solid. I mean, they could always change something at the last minute, but I, I don't see them changing that. Yeah. Um, so after that, we saw more of The Undertaker digging graves. Uh, came back to plug in the WrestleMania 33 musical performance. Uh, Pitbull is going to be there. Uh, mm-hmm. Artist by the name of Lunch Money Lewis, who I don't even want to hear his music because it can't be as good as the name. It's just going to disappoint me. So they got two musical acts plus yeah. uh, Pitbull, plus America the Beautiful. Yeah, um, they're compensating. <laughs> so it's a. I mean, I'm fine with doing one or doing them during like the entrances or something, but. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to take two when you got so many matches uh, what happens is you cut these matches down and then they suck so um 
anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, so New Day running around Philadelphia, still not putting them in front of a crowd yet. How do you think that's going to go on Sunday? Yeah, you know, I think that crowd is, you know, I always I already feel like it's died down quite a bit. So I'm sure he'll he'll get some some hazing, but um I don't think it'll be like the whole crowd chant chanting stuff. I'm sure there'll be audible sections, but I think it'll be fine. And I'm sure I'm I'm guessing most of their stuff's gonna be backstage anyway. I, I'd be surprised if they came out more than once. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe I think they'll do. I mean, the year the year that Rock was a host, or you know, he was only out twice. Um, Hogan, when he was a host, I think he only came came out once. So most of their stuff was backstage. Yeah, no, that could absolutely happen. So they had them uh, ringing the New York Stock Exchange bell. I thought that was kind of cool. After that, so we had backstage the stuff uh, set up with Gals and Anderson attacking Sheamus and Cesaro. Then we had Neville versus Jack Gallagher. Um, I thought I liked the ending of that. I liked that they Neville was was appeared pretty brutal and vicious. I thought that was a nice touch. I, I like Neville in this role. I just think your go home WrestleMania show. I think people look at the cruiserweights right now as kind of not at the you know not as important as the other stuff. So having two, even though they do that every week, I think two this week was probably not necessary. And just kind of like I said, it's still. At this point, we're an hour and a half in, and outside of Seth and Triple H, nothing, none of the really big stuff has, you know, really been addressed yet. And you haven't had a, a big match with anyone that's uh, that's headlined a pay per view in the last year wrestle yeah. yet, you know, other than Sasha and Charlotte. Yeah, it was weird. Um, oh, but then after that, uh, Austin Aries backstage with New Day. I, I tweeted this. It did not top his segment with No ha- No Way Jose dancing in the ring. It was close, but not quite as good. Yeah. <laughs> it was what it was. This segment did not make me look forward to New Day hosting. Yeah. I just hope the New Day hosting leads to the Hardy showing up. Because I think cool. that would make it worth it. Yeah. Uh, so Roman Reigns came out after that. Roman Reigns came out, cut a promo like you said. Just a few choice words away from a, being a full heel promo. And then interrupted by Taker. Uh, so, so what did you think of this? I mean, if this is indeed Taker's last match on Sunday, I mean, what do you think? Do you think this was the last promo or do you think he comes back on Monday, says some words and then rides off into the sunset or the moonlight as it were? Yeah, I don't, I don't really feel like it feel, it fits his gimmick. I mean, Vince is so protective of that gimmick. Like even when, you know, a wrestler would die or something, you wouldn't see Undertaker out on the stage, you know, like, uh, you know, sharing his condolences or, or sharing a story uh, just because they're so protective of it. So I just feel like uh, coming out and giving a retirement speech would, it just doesn't seem like that's what they do with him. I mean, if anything, that that would be given at his hall of fame induction. And uh, if he retires this year, I could see them inducting him next year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, last year they weren't sure if Taker was going to wrestle again after last year. And all they did was he placed his gloves down and walked off. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is his last WrestleMania, but um, you, you never know. I mean, it's that huge payday for, you know, for, you know, o- only a handful of appearances during the years. Yeah, but if you've done that for 25 years now, I mean. And it's been it working. And it's, I mean, so he's been making, I mean, what, at least a million a year for. Oh, at least. I think it's I think it's beyond that. Yeah. And so with the like next to no travel he has to do. 
so his expenses aren't high. I mean, he should he should have a comfortable. I mean, you would think he'd be better off financially than most. Right, but he's what? 50, did he turn fifty two? Fifty two. Yeah. So, uh, at, and at his size, and and you know, being in the ring for that long, uh, you know, your body starts to give, and he needs hip he needs hip surgery. So, you know. It, I think, I mean, you know, I'm sure he can do one more match if he wanted to. I'm sure he could probably last one more year, but he he's not looking good this year. And you saw him at the Royal Rumble. Even tonight, he's uh, he, he just doesn't look in shape like he has the last couple of WrestleManias. Yeah, I think he got on a high point, you know, with, with the whole thing. I mean, even Sting, the way he was moving when he came back. And Sting has the benefit of makeup. You know, Kane has right. the benefit of the mask. Like Undertaker, the dead man was a nickname. He's getting there, you know, in terms of just how he looks. That hairline is getting way too high. Yeah. And let him, you know, let him enjoy his retirement. I'm sure he's got a good long time left on this earth and he shouldn't just be hobbling himself for, uh, you know, the sake of the contract at this point, if he can afford to, to retire. I mean, I'm sure it's all his decision. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so after that, we had uh, that quick segment, Enzo and Cass uh, versus Gals and Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I know people have been saying their gimmick's waning. I think at Mania, they're going to have, I mean, that's going to be huge. It was a huge the Raw after Mania last year. But I think at Mania, when they come out and do the entrance, that's going to be a big moment. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that's going to be one of the matches that they cut out a lot of time with. So it's going to be the entrance uh, and then the, a really short match. Yeah, I do. I do see Enzo and Cass winning, though. And, you know, they've never had they've never, never had the title in NXT. I mean, let them let them get a little run with the belts. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, after- that division is dead, so you might as well, you know, at least they're over. So, yeah. After that, Women's History Month, by Angelou. I don't know why. That just seems so just out of nowhere to me. I mean, I get it. I think everyone was on Twitter saying, oh, they're relieved. Thank God they didn't do the fabulous Moolah. You know, uh, but yeah, just my Angelou. I feel this is now like kids doing a book report, just in terms of picking who to salute in some of these awareness months. Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah. I, I got, I got nothing. Yeah, I just, and not, nothing wrong with saluting Maya Angelou. That just seems like the weirdest fit for the WWE for me. Like of all the people they could have picked, that one for some reason seems. Did they do like Harriet Tubman and and uh? I think they did during Black History Month. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, the whole. I mean, because I mean, you know, Susan B. Anthony, uh, Amelia Earhart. I mean, there's just so many people that. Yeah, Eleanor Roosevelt, even. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just, but, you know, good. Maybe some people go to the library, check out a book, read yeah. some poetry, and expand right. their minds. Um, so after that, we had, uh, okay, so we had the setup for what was going on with Sammy and Owens. So Sammy was fired if he lost this match. We got an ODQ match, Sammy Zayn versus Kevin Owens. And I will say this that, just when I think it was really getting going, they had the interference from Samoa Joe and Chris Jericho. Yeah, I, I think it was pretty clear what was happening in this match. You know, I think everyone knew that Sammy was going to win uh, because of the step. Like he was fired, and I think anytime you do that, that's pretty much a giveaway. It's like Andre Battle, the Andre Battle Royal, or you're fired. Yeah. Um, so 
so yeah, I think, uh, wow, look at the timing on that. Someone just asked, where is Matt Morgan? And, and he appears. There he is. <laughs> Seek and you shall find, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm just sick of these guys wrestling every, every third week. Yeah, so, I think really do a storyline. Don't make it an exhibition if they're really going to do something with it. So, Matt, we were just talking about the Sami Zayn-Kevin Owens match on Raw tonight. Good match, but again, just throwing out there, like you said. And uh, it, it hurts. It hurts both guys. And, and maybe it's just me, but may, maybe it is just me because I saw the Montreal uh, house show clip from this weekend. You know, KO supposedly crying and whatever, being shooken up by Sammy's uh, San Omeo comments. Um to me, I'm thinking, does everybody really know that these two have this long history feud between each other? Or is that just a smart mark I always wonder knows this, you know? Right. But like, I, would the average kid be able to tell you that? Yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that. They really built that up last summer, I felt like. I mean, they had that commentary every time, talking about oh, the long history between these two. Former best friends, right. now bitter rivals. I feel like they really tried to play that. But it really doesn't make sense unless you go and do some reading. Bottom line is, it's like you guys were saying, I was watching this, by the way, while I was uh, taking care of something. But um, you guys are, I just think they gave it, they give it too much away. You've seen it a million times. It's similar to the, to the tag scenario. It's even more similar to the girl scenario, which I'm sure we'll get into. Like they, we've seen it. What else are we going to, what else is going to happen that we've not seen, especially come WrestleMania with the girls, which we'll get into. Yeah, and then they ended tonight with that segment. I mean, Heyman coming out there, busting out, you know, prayers in uh, Hebrew at one point. I mean, talking about how Brock, like, is lusting for this title and Brock's standing there looking completely indifferent to the entire thing. You know, Goldberg comes out. Has there ever been so much goddamn talking about so little action as there has been in these Goldberg storylines with Brock? All they can do is stretch as much as they could out of these appearances by him, guys. This is what happens when you put you bet the farm on older guys that can't go as much anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and and plus he 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 can't really. You don't want Goldberg doing long promos, so oh, no. it's you know it's a, so you kind of got both ways. Um, so yeah, you get Heyman. Uh, it's very redundant stuff. He tried mixing it up a little there with whatever that was. <laughs> the cottage, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Heyman, I mean, Lesnar just saying a sentence here and there would add so much to this and him just doing the same thing, just standing there. It just makes these really redundant. But I think, you know, again, they tipped their hand, Goldberg taking Lesnar out again. I think it's clear that Lesnar wins on Sunday. Will it be really short or just short? I think that's what, uh, we don't know. Yeah, that's about it. That's what we're interested in. And I don't even know, I, I don't know if, if, I'm, if I'm being over analytical here, but it's like, is that what we should be going on WrestleMania wondering? Like, we should be going on WrestleMania wondering who's going to win, right? Who's going to lose? Yeah. Uh, what an exciting match, maybe, you know? I don't think we should be going in going, hmm, you know, how long will it go? Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. That's not exciting to me. Right. I, I, I do say, I, I will say the Roman Reigns Undertaker, there was. I think some of that yeah. who's going to win intrigue because yes. I think you do a poll, it's 50 50 people thinking it's Roman or it's Undertaker. Really? See, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So you get it there. But yeah, with Lesnar and, and Goldberg, it's not. So I mean, hopefully they, they think of something cool that, you know, because it is mania. They got some great minds back there. So hopefully they come up with something that, that just makes this not be, you know, a short, predictable match. 
it have to be a like I don't want to say a street fight because Hunter and them Hunter's doing that, but I would have guessed it would have been a street fight type of scenario without calling it a street fight. You know, before the bell sounds, right. there's a huge melee that just goes on for ten minutes. Both guys can, or Bill can do that in his sleep and still be okay. Nobody shows their ass. It shows aggressiveness. It shows you know, wow, these two dudes, these two monsters going at it without anybody really losing anything mm-hmm. in the process, and it stretches that segment out. Right. Well, yeah. Thinking. Yeah. So, do we want to go down the card for uh, Sunday? So, what's what's now on the pre-show officially, Raj? So it's um, it's Neville and Austin Aries, the cruiserweight title match. We I think we had predicted that a few weeks ago that that would be on the pre-show, and uh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Oh, that's on the pre-show. Wow. Yeah. Which which must mean um, there's some. Hold on one second. The Yoshitatsu is going to win. Didn't he do really well in one of the pre-show battle royals at Mania one year? I could have sworn he did something like that. As crazy as that sounds. Ah, I, d- I don't remember that. It wasn't Andre the Giant. It was just like some random battle royal. Yeah. Um, nah, I, I can't remember yeah. that. Won a 26 superstar WrestleMania battle royal. It's on the interwebs. Uh, 2010. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Oh, man. Okay, so that's on the pre-show. So, you know, with that in mind, uh, yeah, I could definitely see Sammy winning. So we're going to get to that entire card in a moment. First, want to take a moment and give love to our sponsor, DDP Yoga, DDPY, Diamond Dallas Page. Got a couple days away getting inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2017. And part of the reason why is all the great work he has done with DDP Yoga. You've heard about it. You know it. It's helped countless WWE superstars, guys like Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, Mick Foley, Goldust, gotten in the best shape of their lives using DDPY. And for a limited time, we have a deal for you. You can get three months of full access to the DDP Yoga Now app, which has your DDP Yoga routines, cooking lessons, motivational messages from Diamond Dallas Page himself. You can get three, uh, 25% off access to that app when you use our link, ddpyoga.com slash wrestlinginc, or you can get the DDPY DVDs for 25% off, and that includes three months of full access to the DDP Yoga Now app. Also, special deal, talk about it, partner up with a friend, an accountability buddy, get a max or combo pack of 25% off, get 50% off the second one. Head on over now to ddpyoga.com slash wrestlinginc. That's ddpyoga.com slash wrestlinginc. Change your life, take control of your health today. And again, we congratulate Diamond Dallas Page on his induction into the WWE Hall of Fame, and we thank them for sponsoring the show. All right. Yeah. Um, do you got the card in front of you? Uh, I did, but that website made noise, so I have to open up a different one. Is just it on go, a yeah? Just go to Wrestling Inc. Inc. We got the. Uh... Who controls what screenshots go to the main screen here? I think it, the... it does it automatically. Because it was shooting on you while you were like fiddling through paperwork there, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, big, big Raj action shot here." <laughs> it's not always uh, very accurate. It can get wonky at times. That's cool. I didn't know that. I, thought it was, I always thought it was Glenn doing it, honestly. No. 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 Hmm. Although I've screwed it up before. So if you start messing with it when you're controlling the show, then you have to keep doing it or it just stays on the same person. And that's really awkward. Yeah. So Glenn, just click. It should, it's under events on the homepage. Yeah, I got the, it. Okay, you got it. I got it here. So, so start from the bottom show, up. Yeah. Cruiserweights. The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which according to the website, there's a new name for this that this year. Is that correct? Oh no, it's a new wrestler. In oh, it. gotcha. Yeah, new name. Got gotcha. that makes sense. Yeah. Misleading headline. I should probably 
yeah, let's change that. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's happening on the the kickoff show. Um, oh, that's weird that some of the guys we saw tonight are in that. The Shining Stars, Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas. I mean, so they're just going to toss everyone in that, basically. Yeah, I mean, that's. I'm sure American Alpha will probably be in there if they don't do a tag match. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So then we get to the main card itself. So it's interesting, two matches on the kickoff show, which is going to be two hours long. Um, and then we open with the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. So, Matt, have you been paying attention much to what's going on on the SmackDown? I lost a little. I haven't seen the women's stuff the last couple of weeks. It's been in a holding pattern. I mean, Alexa's got the title since Naomi had to drop it, and she's going to face. They keep using this language, every available woman on the SmackDown roster. So the idea is that in addition to Mickey James, Carmella, Natalia, and Becky Lynch, we mm. might see some surprises. So first, did we we didn't give our predictions for the cruiserweight or the Andre Battle Royal? Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you have do you think uh, yeah, it's going to so be Austin's time? Austin Aries and who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, I think Austin Aries and Braun Strowman. <laughs> I mean. Uh, it's not going to be the shining stars or Curtis Axel <laughs> or Bo Dallas. I mean, last year they had Baron Corbin come in and debut. And I, that I was genuinely surprising that he won. And that was, and Shaq and DDP were in last year. I don't, you know, I don't see them having a surprise winning it again, but they, I mean, they could, hmm. but yeah. All right. So the, the women's <laughs> championship, Alexa bliss, Mickey James, Carmella, Natalia, Becky Lynch are confirmed. Uh, and there's probably going to be a couple unexpected people. I got Mickey James winning this. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Although I think Naomi coming back and winning it would be huge pop. Yeah, I, I, I can see exactly. Naomi coming back. That's possible. That'd be great. I didn't know this was on the... Okay, cool. Yeah. That'd be great. If she's cleared. If she's cleared in time. And it looks like Eva Marie will not be uh, in the match. Uh <laughs> We exclusively broke today that she is apparently done with WWE. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so she apparently had some talks with them recently and they decided to part ways once her contract's up so that they will not be renewing her contract. So I think she's on the second half of Total Divas that airs. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they just never mention it or it just quietly goes away once... uh, Total Diva stop, Total Diva stops airing. Well, Smarks, we won one. Roman's still a thing, but even Marie is no more. And you Smarks. <laughs> um, so, okay, after that, uh, triple threat for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Gallows and Anderson defend against Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus Sheamus and Cesaro. And Raj, is that indeed a ladder match now? Um, I do not know. I did, did, Is that what they said on... Did they no, say it was a la- I can't ladder? Remember or, if I saw that get- on social media because there were all these ladders involved tonight. Backstage, Gallows and Anderson hit Sheamus and Cesaro with the ladder. They came out and hit Enzo and Cass with the ladder, and everyone's like, "Is it a ladder match now?" I don't know. No, I, I, I didn't get that. I think it was okay. just yeah, internet speculation. Um, so who do you think wins that, Matt? Say it again. Uh, who do you think wins? Of <laughs> what? Your uh, your interest in this match is yeah. The Raw Tag Team Championship. Do you think it's Enzo and Cass's time, or do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I think it was a babyface finish there. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to get a huge pop. It's going to be 
a nice moment. Um, then after and, that, and I mentioned this before you came on, Matt, but I think that match has probably got to be short. <clears throat> Why? Just because? Just to make more time for others? Yeah, I think of of all the uh, of all the matches that they got this year, and with Enzo and Cass, Enzo can't go in a long match. So the longer he's out there, I think the the worse it can it can make it. So I think yeah. I'm not excited. It's a ladder match, right? No. What were they doing tonight when I saw them get hit by a ladder from behind? That had no, nothing to do with any <laughs> type that, of... That's what Glenn was just saying. I uh, uh, no. I mean, they, they could always announce that it's a ladder match this week on I, social I, media. I, I was going to say, these are the worst tag teams to have a ladder match, I was going to say, if it was. I was gonna, like, these guys would be boring as hell to watch in a ladder match. Right. There's not... There's not a, except for Cesaro. Cesaro. Cesaro but yep. you, even him, he's not really a, that much of a high flyer. Yeah. So you don't have that dynamic. I mean, I'd like to see Gallows Anderson hold on to the titles a little longer. I think, you know, I, 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 I'm going off beat here, but like Southpaw Wrestling, I'm hoping that this does something for Luke Gallows and they finally see how money this dude is and how funny he is. And, okay, they say funny don't draw money, but I think this particular guy, if you show who he really is, could possibly make money with right. being his normal, comedic, funny, charismatic self. And... Uh, I don't know. I'd like to see him hold on to the titles, honestly. And, and about funny drawing money, I mean, Steve Austin was funny. You know, The Rock was funny. You know, when you when he would cut his promos, he, he did the what's that? They they would argue that they were semi that they were serious first. They were taken seriously first and got over as a serious ass kicker first. Yeah, um, and then went in those directions. Like Kurt Angle as well. Yeah, yeah, so, that's true. I don't know. I, I just think. Uh, Love South Park Wrestling. They need to make more episodes like now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I watched that based on your recommendation last week, Matt. That is the funniest thing I've seen in quite Ever. some time. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah, it's kind of weird that WWE created that because WWE comedy usually doesn't translate. I thought that was just awesome. You know there was a throwaway. They put it on their .com's page for crying out loud. So you yeah. know there was a throwaway, and I love how good it turned out. Right. And Cena threw it in his talking smack. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Finish. Did you see him do the spit as he was walking off? That that was uh, you know, that was a tip of the hat to what's his name to Tex Ferguson's promo. Yeah. He spit in the middle of him. <laughs> it was awesome. Nice. I miss that. <laughs> no, it was nice. It was a nice little touch at the end there, man. But yeah, I want more of that. And it just reminds me how many talented guys they have that they're not using. I mean, even I mean what Tyler Breeze did in there, what Fandango did. Awesome. I mean, yeah. Awesome. Tyler Breeze was awesome in it. Yeah. That dude, I mean, is so severely misused because he can he can go in the ring too. He reminds um, me of Christian, actually. He reminds me of Christian. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I see that. Uh, oh man. Just we gotta get more of that. That that would be the best. I'm sure if, if they're gonna announce more of it, they're gonna announce it at Access this week. Um I, I don't think they'd make it that fast. Yeah, no, but they'll announce it. They'll announce that they're doing more. Same way they plugged Holy Foley last year. You know, they do the little upfronts get people excited about stuff um so okay after that the ic titles this is what i think is going to get cut short is dean ambrose versus baron corbin i mean do you guys think we're going to have like a real standout match here or is it just going to kind of be i mean what are your predictions for this first, Malik, raj first i just wanted to cut in because i always get, i always used to get on um baron corbin about being skinny fat and being like you know i know he's a legitimate athlete and I always used to, you know, preface everything like, come on, and just get a better physique on you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that said, um, I want to, I got to give the dude his props. I, I've been watching more and more SmackDown, and he has gotten so good 
He's gotten really good with his timing, his mannerisms, his body language. He he gets it. There's no question about it. And I see what I finally see what they see in him. Um, I just for his own growth and development, I hate to see it be a short match unless it's him absolutely destroying um, Ambrose, which was not going to happen. It's not going to exactly come out just annihilate him, you know. Um, plus, Ambrose is Vince's boy supposedly. I don't see that happening. I I, I don't know. Um, I, I think I think he goes over. I think he definitely goes over. Um, I just don't know if it'll be a short match. Yeah, I I I could see that too. I could see Corbin going over. This is, I mean, it's it's one of those you know they're going to keep feuding after this, so almost doesn't matter who wins. But I hate um, saying that, but you're right. No, it doesn't matter. I hate saying that. No, but yeah, yeah, I see Corbin. What about you, Glenn? Yeah, I mean, I think otherwise, what's the point? At, at this point, you know, I mean, Ambrose yeah. hasn't really Ambrose doesn't need the title. I think he's right. I, think I he forget has, he's the champ. Like, yeah. when, you know, when people ask me, like, I, I'm forgetting Jericho is the U.S. champ, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and that the match with Kevin Owens is for the U.S. title. Like, they don't even mention it. Actually, it is kind of remarkable with the exception of the women's championships and the tag belts. We don't really see any of the titles They're, They don't seem like a big deal right now. I mean, because Bray's not out there. Mm-hmm. With the belt every week, Goldberg's MIA. Um, it is kind of odd. So yeah, we'll, it we'll never see. meant any less than they have right now in 2017. Yeah, yeah which is unfortunate. Um, but you know, the, the, what I look forward to in all this when we talk about all this malaise and crap that's going on with the WWE right now, it's just I keep telling myself a week from tonight, a new chapter begins. We hit yeah. a button, mm-hmm. and and this this will be a distant memory. <laughs> you know, things are going to get better, hopefully. At least they'll be different. Uh, it'll be new crap we're dealing with. Um, so speaking of uh, the same crap we've seen and again, again and again, uh, the Fatal 4-Way for the Raw Women's Championship. Bailey versus Sasha versus Charlotte Flair versus Nia Jax. Now, just note when I say crap, I do not mean by any means the performers or the women's division, but just the way they keep – just separate them. Just give me something new. That's all is I want. Not, is this not the Mania match? Is it not a 4-Way yeah, it's a four-way elimination match. That's what, what... What the freak are they doing? I mean, they gave away so many combo moves that these girls are now going to have to think even harder to do something new come Mania, which they will. But they're making it harder than, they need to be, than it needs to be. The promo segments, I thought, were horrible. Yeah. It's not like I'm just bagging on the company. I hope it doesn't sound like that. It was, oh, man, you wrestled for him back. Here's, here's Baron WWE for the hell of it. I'm not. Um all those girls are friends of mine, actually, and I hate saying anything negative about it, uh, honestly. But, like, the promo was not – I didn't like it. I didn't like the, 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 the stuff between Sasha um, and Bailey. You know what I mean? They like to play off each other when Sasha walks in the ring. It's like, and I kind of beat you. And, you know, it was, it was very uncomfortable, not in a good way. Yeah, I feel like the division's lost some, some steam since, uh, since the Sasha-Charlotte feud ended. And uh, and honestly, since Bailey's won the title, I just feel like it's just which bothers me to no end, Raj, because this is the ultimate. This is Rocky, the female Rocky Balboa here. Like right. this is the ultimate underdog babyface, and they've managed to find a way to to not like the most organic babyface I have seen. I'm being honest here in years on her own, super over people, love her. We all do as fans, and it's just I don't know how they messed it up, but they have. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet you. Char- and we had predicted 
did this earlier, but I, I think it's Charlotte pinning Bailey to regain the title. Definitely is that absolutely five time champion. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Definitely. Anything other than that. Anything other than that, I would. You'll be take happy. Nia Jax. <laughs> it's different because who's Nia going to feud with? We don't know. Who's Nia in a feud with after that? It's the unknown. Okay, you know what else is different? Me going in my bedroom, waking, um, taking my kid's diaper off in the middle of a sleep right now, coming to the camera and showing you what's in that diaper. That's <laughs> different for the podcast. Right, different. Yeah. Some might call that a viral moment, Matt. Um, <laughs> different isn't always good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I just, I just want something, anything, anything. Yeah. To shake that up there uh move somebody between brands you know and i was um, watching last year's mania you guys i wanted to see uh yeah. the, the women's match again and i was watching sasha banks entrance in that moment in time there was nobody more made in on that card yeah in my opinion than her coming out to snoop i still got goosebumps watching it again it's been over a year and i'm going what the f- what did they do here how did you guys blow this Right. And it's none of the girls. It's none of the girls' fault. Let me be very clear about the fans out there. They're like, hey, so crying. Those are my favorite things to watch. Is the girls' segments generally, um, because they're all nasty in the ring. I love watching them. But like, they've blown. They've screwed these girls up, man. Yeah, and that was, in my opinion, that was the best match on last year's show. And and that's a a show that had AJ versus Chris Jericho and a, a lot. You know, did they have a ladder match or am I thinking? Yeah, the six man for the IC title. Right, the IC title, and and they stole the show. But um, yeah, I agree. I, I remember last year they they were putting off Sasha winning to, until she did in one on one at SummerSlam, and then they changed that to being on Raw, and then she lost at SummerSlam. So they they kind of screwed up that whole. Yeah. Uh, coronation for Sasha. That would have been the perfect time. And yes, with Snoop and everything, she had the entrance, she had the star power. I mean, it just it just felt like the right time. Big time, man. And ever since then, I've noticed her, I don't want to say her confidence, but there's something that's missing. There's no more of that, come on out, I'm the queen bee up in this mug type attitude she always has. Well, they you changed her character. Because over the summer, then Bailey know. comes in and her and Bailey are best friends all of a sudden. You know, it was Sasha... Yeah. They softened her. I think in Mania last year, she was still the legit boss, Sasha Banks. And yeah. then they just, you know, they flanderized her or whatever, or made her where she was, you know, the friendly, cocky women's Fl- Flanderized her. Yeah. You know, pretty, Ned Flanders? Is that what that Yeah, was? yeah. Where it's good, like, Glenn, pretty good, like, Glenn. That is. I'm going to have to remember yeah, that one. I'm going to steal that. But that's the thing. So it's like she was a legit badass a year ago, and they just yep. they softened that. You know, they, uh, they took that away and maybe we'll get it back, though. Maybe that's what we're going to see the night after Mania is cool. that uh, the breakup of Sasha and Bailey. And then we'll get yeah, we'll to do it. see that story retold. Maybe Sasha causes Bailey to lose and, yeah. you know, helps Charlotte win. You know, that, you're, that you're, be- you're short on the babyface side, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they do. Um, but they got to do something. Okay. So, uh, after that, now I think this is the sleeper match personally, the Shane McMahon versus AJ styles. Like, I think the expectations are so low for that. That could very well be the mm. one that everyone is like, Oh, that was actually pretty, pretty. All right. I mean, did you guys have any hope for that being good or. For AJ's sake and what he should be doing on this card. You know, I hope so. Um, yeah, I, I just, AJ can have a, you know, the saying always was AJ can, you know, wrestle a broomstick. And uh, I'm not saying Shane's a broomstick because he's athletic and everything, but is there, there's no there's no stipulation, right? It's not like a cage match. It's not like hardcore weapon match. It's not, you know, Chinese underwater torture death match, right? There's no gimmicks, right? 
They might add. They, I, I could see them adding something because I can't see Shane doing just, just a flat out straight up, yeah. straight up match. Me either. Me either, man. But they always have those matches that don't have a step, but they end up using tables and stuff anyway. Um, and yeah. you, you got to think that Shane's got some crazy bump in mind, something spectacular. Yeah. And, um, That's you know, all I'm looking forward to in that. Yes. Yeah. Right. But uh, I mean, it's, God, please, AJ's got to go over there. Oh, there's no question he will be. Yeah. No question he will be. Yeah. It's it's not even a thought. Not one person in that creative meeting said Shane needs to go over here. I promise that will never happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so after that, uh Cena, uh John Cena and Nikki Bella versus the Miz and Maurice. So did you watch uh SmackDown last week, Matt? Yeah, just for that I did. Yes, just for that part I did. I, I DVR'd it. Yeah. So what do you think of this match? I mean, how do you think it's gonna it's gonna go? I think it's one of those things like they used to um, hustler Rip Rogers used to tell us my trainer in OVW and then the bell rings meaning you have all the sizzle you know but once that bell rings you better have some stake and I don't think there's much stake once the bell rings um, for my entertainment purposes you know see what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's not going to be AJ versus the Sammy's and it ain't gonna you know it's gonna be my, my type of match I like to watch um, but the um the lead up to it has been incredibly funny incredibly entertaining maurice surprised me with her imitation of, of uh, uh nikki uh I, I thought it was pretty damn well, well done actually i really did yeah um and seeing john go on the talking smack and act like it doesn't bother him uh, that's it's exactly what miz complains about um and do his you know hokey promo about being fired up and da 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 like that's exactly what Miz is talking about so that the real stuff that, that the underlying realness to it is entertaining to me. I, yeah, I think I think we probably all agree that Cena and Nikki are probably going to win, and uh, but I feel like you could and yeah. you know they're probably going to do because they've obviously been like really playing up uh, Cena not proposing to Nikki big time. So it's like <laughs> obvious I think that he's going to propose. Um, my prediction in real life, if that happens, you guys have my word, it will never. I want to see the legal proof of it. It will not happen. <laughs> I'm being that serious. All right, but uh, in the in WWE land, I bet they'll get engaged. Yes, definitely. Yeah, but yeah. I think you could still do that and have them lose because I think Miz and Maurice are on a tear. They're going to be around. Cena and uh, and uh, Nikki are gone. Uh, so give Miz and Maurice the win, and you know they're they're down and everything. They're a little sad after the match. Uh, Cena, am, am I am I getting the names mixed up? Uh, Cena and Nikki, you could have them sad after losing, and then you know Cena still pops the question. They'll still give you that WrestleMania moment, and Miz and Maurice get the win. I think you get, they're going to do Macho Man Elizabeth. I think they go over, and Cena maybe does it there. Sadly, but um, Macho Man Elizabeth, Macho Man lost. Did he? Did he? Yeah, it's the Ultimate Warrior. Right out of my ass. Um, <laughs> I just assumed. Um, what was I going to say, um, why, first of all, where the hell is Nikki Bella going to? You said that they're going. Where, where is she going? Oh, she's, uh, her neck is jacked. So she's, this is likely her last match. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't know she was no longer, okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, Maurice, I was going to say Cena and then have to win, but yeah, as far as future goes, that really doesn't make sense. But I could see them saying, you know, Miz is almost Teflon now because he kind of is as a heel. Mm-hmm. He can lose and still get his steam back. Think about the year he had. You know, he had a miserable beginning of the year in late, I believe, the end of last year, mm-hmm. where I'm looking around like, what the hell happened to this guy? What are they doing with him? 
you know? Yeah. He, he stayed with it, stayed with it, stayed with it, made everything bigger than what they gave him. I don't know. I think but you know what? They always give the full roster people, they always say, well, them just being in the ring with the superstar elevates them. But at some point, yeah. they, they with them never getting those wins, it know. you know, it ultimately hurts them. I mean, look at Ambrose after Lesnar. And his career just stalled after that. I mean, he was given the WWE champion, but I don't think people saw him as the top guy. Um, I don't think they think of Cena as that part-time guy. I don't. Yeah. But he's filming two movies after this, so he's uh, he's not going to yeah. be around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, my only complaint about it is that they do the big choreographed couples finish that they've been doing with them. Like, I think the match will be okay, but when they start doing that and trying to have Cena and Nikki doing the same stuff, that's mm -hmm. where it gets like, uh, you know, uh, synchronized swimming style. I hate to say this because it makes me want to puke you guys when we watch it. I'm sure you guys are the same, but those kids, you know, and the moms watching that show, they're into that, yeah. sadly. No, I the was double, saying the double this crap, you know, they're like, ah, they're, they're going crazy for that crap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I know WWE is going to be sending the video that they're going to be sending the next day is Cena proposing to Nikki and them winning that match. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, after that, Triple H versus Seth Rollins. So Raj, you were saying earlier, you think, uh, you think uh, Triple H is going to win this one? I do. I, I, I do. I, it makes no. I, I think it makes no sense for Triple H to win. But the fact that they're selling that he's working on a bum knee, you know, so bad, uh, makes me think that Triple H takes advantage and wins. I, I really got to go to the bathroom super, super quick. Uh, I want the fans to know that it's very important information. Um, <laughs> but before I run in there, real quick, no way, no way in hell Triple H wins this match. Absolutely not. He's a different hunter. He's getting people. He's trying to put people over. He's going out of his way to do it now. Um, and this is his boy. There's no way he, he doesn't go over unless this feud extends somehow. I think they're overdoing the knee. I think, yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be he shows up and he'd just been BSing the whole time and his knee's been fine the last few weeks. Um, Not being rude. I'll be back. All right. But I think the uh, idea, they did this last year too with the whole authority angle is they want to make them, and they did a great job of this with firing McFoley. They want to make the authority out to be the biggest SOBs to get that pop at mania where they're defeated. You know, I, I agree in theory, if it was anyone else other than triple H, if it was, you know, if I would agree in theory, look, triple H will put people over when yeah. he needs to. But uh, I see this being like that year when he beat Brock Lesnar. Uh, he did not need to beat Brock Lesnar that year. You know, Brock Lesnar was the guy being pushed, but he beat him. And then Brock Lesnar came back on one of the B shows and then beat Triple H. I see this is that's what I see happening. I see Triple H beating Seth Rollins here. And then they'd have a rematch at one of the B shows in a month or two. And, and Seth mm -hmm. Rollins gets the win back. Different, different. Seth Rollins is in a different fate, is a different part of his career. He's on his way up still. The, the thing with Brock, in my opinion, was more of a, of a, of a, a heat check. From WWE say, is this guy going to do business with us? Will he do business? Or is he going to be Brock that has to go over every time he does something? All right. Well, we'll bet $100 or $500. <laughs> you guys owe me for something <laughs> last time. I believe I was a different bet. I don't even remember what it was. But, yeah. I, don't, you know. I don't make bets with Raj. I don't make bets with people that know people in creative and get like <laughs> tips texted to them, you know, monitor the betting lines. Like, uh, 
Mm. You know, that should be your side hustle, Raj. For all we know, this say you built your empire, like online, being like, "Hey, I'll make you this bet, man, about mania." <laughs> well, when we when we post the uh, when we post the smart money, that's pretty much the winners. So, don't click those if you don't want to know who wins. Yeah. Um, oh, to be surprised. Um, okay, so Roman Reigns versus the Undertaker. Matt, do you think? Uh, mm, I don't know. It's like we said earlier. Yeah. Can you hear me? I don't know. It, it feels very right down the middle to me. I mean, he's the guy that they've been grooming, right? Uh, I always thought Taker's been waiting for the right guy to give the spot to. And again, this is why it screws up things that Brock already beat Taker, um, in my opinion. This would have meant a lot more if Reigns had gone over. And it still will mean an incredible amount. You beat Undertaker at WrestleMania. It doesn't just happen yeah. every day. But I think whether people like it or not, I, I think for the future of their business, it's the best decision that Roman goes over somehow. It just is. They put so much money, so much time, so much stock into Roman. And and for good reason. Look at the guy. Let, let's take our own opinions of them shoving him down our throat off the table, okay? Because I think people misconstrue when we say, like, oh, God, Roman again. Jesus, Christmas, the guy never loses. None of us are, like, looking at Roman saying we don't like him. It's the creative aspect we don't like with them not putting him in the light that we know he should be in, which is being one bad mamma jamma, but teetering on that heel-ish, you know, tip. And they missed the boat and they had the opportunity to do that, but I digress. For this match itself, I think Roman has to win. I do. I mean, he can have a great match with Taker and no one will, no harm, no foul, right? But where Taker's at in his career, I could see him, you know, trying to give this guy the, the ultimate, you know, um, Rob, uh, uh, hey, you beat Undertaker at WrestleMania, man. I, 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 yeah, I agree. I think it's, I think Roman should win here. Um, uh, what'd you think tonight though, uh, Matt, with Roman's promo? Did you, did you get the feel like the feeling like he was really close to going full fledged heel there? I think it was designed exactly to do what we're talking about, you know, to, to get people talking. Is he going to be healed? And they've got to be careful with trying to, you know, satiate smart marks um, uh, 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 opinion. They, they've got to be careful with that. Um, but nonetheless, it worked because we are talking about it, right? So I, I think I love I like this promo. I loved it actually. I liked um, I like the fact really honestly when Taker showed up in the ring, he still wasn't shook. He showed a little bit of. You know, um, like, what the freak am I watching when, when they were showing Taker on the, on the Titan Tron, uh, you know, digging his uh, grave. I mean, it doesn't make you a wuss for being scared of that, obviously. You're watching your own grave. <laughs> but, like, the way he did it, he didn't overdo it. Like, you know, Heidenreich and other guys used to be like, oh, my God, and, like, flip out. Or, like, Yokozuna or Kamala. Kamala was the ultimate right. poking out of the head, terrified of the coffin Undertaker guy. Um, but, like. He did a good job. He was calm, cool, collected. He stayed true to his character, I thought. And then when Taker was in the ring, he slowly turned to Taker. You know, he knew he was there kind of a thing. He slowly turned to him. It's those little things, man. He's gay. He's starting to get. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought this was one of Reigns' better promos. And I thought it yeah. was because he was teetering that line between being a baby face and a heel. I can't and wait to he just goes off on these people, though, because <laughs> these people, man, you know, I mean, 
He's got the best heel promo to go. I can't wait till he just unleashes it on these people one day. Yeah, you could kind of you could kind of see it tonight a little bit because you yeah. could tell he wasn't caring about needing to be cheered or reacting to to booze. He he mm-hmm. just went with it and, and went to get more booze, and I thought that worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did did we skip over Jericho and Owens? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jericho and Owens. Um, Matt, who do you think wins it? Um, <laughs> smooth. Uh, um, ooh, I honestly don't know that. Uh, Owens, Owens it has to be Owens, right? Jericho is not is not going to be around, right? Uh, he's not around for a month, but yeah, he's not around in May. So he'll, I think he's around in April. So uh, Owens because he just, sorry, Owens just because he recently lost the title. That's what I think to get him back going up again. Yeah, Owens needs some steam, so that that makes sense to me, but. Yeah. They, they do weird things sometimes, like when they had AJ lose to Jericho last year. Um, yeah, it was weird. So you never know. But I, I think Owens. I just don't believe Jericho's actually leaving because he's supposed to have been leaving so many times now. No. He, I mean, he's – I don't think – I mean, he he extended his run, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, so. and these are concert dates. They're set. So he's definitely not around in May. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Owens. Yeah, I think Owens needs something. I think he's going to need something uh, going forward. So I could, I could see him winning. Um, speaking of championship belts, the other championship, uh, God, all, all these on the line, but it doesn't feel like it because they're not talking about them. I mean, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Wow. So, wow. I forgot all about that. I forgot yeah. about that. I always forget about that, too. Jeez. And that's going to be a badass match. Like, that's horrible. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, it could be. I, I'm, I'm just, I just feel like Randy Orton ha- hasn't had a great match in a long time. For Mania, or just yeah. And when was the last time? Seth Rollins. They tore the roof off. Yeah, yeah. the finish was the cool. Finish was awesome. The, the whole the, match was. That match was like, and our like even our poll that we did, like what was the best match on the card that that year two years ago? Uh, that was like number four. Behind, behind like Reigns and I think that was Reigns and Lesnar that year and and the uh, the ladder match that Daniel Bryan won. I think there was okay. one more. Yeah, these were all reasonable matches that should be better, <laughs> right? So, so the last great match you could think of was not even the best match on that card. That doesn't make it not a great match. Yeah. All right. I I don't I can't remember the last time he's had a great match. I think it was with Christian like 5 years ago. Oh lord, no. Come on. Yeah. Luke, uh, like almost any other wrestler I can name off the top of my head. I can Luke tell Harper. you. Luke Harper versus Randy Orton. That's his last good match. Go watch that one. That was that good. Was a great match. Yeah. All right. Randy <laughs> nobody can ever take from him is not ridiculous in that ring. You might be sick of him. You might be bored of him. You might be like, oh, he's always wrestling. Like, he, he's like the other Cena kind of gimmick. You know, he's always at the top, or he was. And it gets, you know, boresome sometimes. But in once that bell sounds, he is money as far as what he does in that ring. Yeah, Triple H was uh, Triple H was critical of Randy Orton last week in an interview, which was kind of interesting. Did you talk he's, about him not living to his potential? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. He's been saying that for years. Yeah. And he still believes that. He says, uh, yeah. Orton is not, you know, as he's not where he should be. Like he's not as great as he can be. And he I, should be. He and if it was their choice, he'd be ahead of Cena. It really would. He really would be. Yeah, that's how bad they want him to be. That that guy. 
Yeah. But that's not who Randy is, man. You guys think Harper and maybe a returning Eric Rowan interfere in that match? I hope not. I think <laughs> I think the I think the the family, I don't know. I just think that's it's kind of dead. It just feels like you're going back to uh you know, yeah. something that didn't that hasn't done any favors for every anyone except for Bray Wyatt. See, I would think that was dead except last week what they did with Bray and Randy and all the sheep mask disciples showing up and everything. I think Bray's going to have an amazing entrance. I hope he does this year. Yeah, he will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it seems like they're not changing his shtick in light of all this. So, yeah. He doesn't need to change his shtick. He's got an awesome shtick. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I think the match is going to surprise people. I do. Bray's another one that because he looks the way he looks, maybe people don't think he can go, but he can go too. Oh, he's capable of putting on a great match. Absolutely. I just feel like, uh, man, there's, there's, I Who do you guys got winning. Uh, I mean, cause this one, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have, I can't tell you. I, I think, or, I think it'll be Orton, but I think why it makes more sense right now, since he just won the title, he hasn't had it long enough that you, you get the chase, but I think they're going to give it to Orton. See, I, uh, I hope I, Ray keeps it too, for that reason, like you said. Yeah. I just don't know what they do after this on SmackDown. Like what's the main event storyline? Uh, yeah. I think it, it I don't I think it's going to be what it's been. I think it's still going to be Bray and Orton for the foreseeable future. I mean, these pay-per-views don't end it. They've been building this for yeah. a while. I I, it, I think that's the house show main event. Um you know, the the main event of live events after WrestleMania, so it'll it'll keep happening. Yeah, but you could do Randy Orton win the title and then AJ, you know, mm. be the top contender, and that would be pretty cool. Yeah, it was yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I mean, they did that one match, but I think they giving them a real pay per view match, I think, would be a great showcase. Yeah. Um, and after that, the big one: Goldberg versus Brock. Lesnar. Uh, yeah. This is yeah. how how quick will it be? Pretty one sided. I I think it will be. I think Goldberg would get some offense earlier. Brock kicks out of the spear and jackhammer, and then just goes to town. That's that's probably it. There you go. I mean, do you think it may maybe be any interference? Anything crazy happens? If we do, we're not going to know who from. You know, what I mean? yeah. there's nobody that fits within this the realm of the context of this match, right? Except for Paul Heyman. Yeah, you know, but you that could happen. Who knows? You're right. You know, they're going overseas. I think it's like two weeks after. So <clears throat> I don't know if they're going to start a program for Lesnar right off the bat. Um, it'll be interesting to see who who they go with after this. If it'll be Braun Strowman was rumored at you know that was the plan at one time was to do Lesnar and Braun, but you're going to have Finn Balor back. Samoa Joe uh, is in the mix. Kevin Owens. Um, you know, who I don't, did Owens ever? He didn't get a world title rematch, so you know they all make sense. I, I actually could see Kevin Owens after this. So is Finn Balor the one that's going to be the new name uh, to the Battle Royal? I'm guessing. No, that was Sami Zayn. Oh, okay, that'd be yeah. horrible for Finn. Is yeah, Finn not in the pre-show. No, he's not. It, it, he's he hasn't been announced for anything, so he he yeah. might not be showing up until the the Raw. You know, the night keep after. Keep him off of it. Yeah, keep him out of that Royal Rumble. That 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 yeah Battle Royal. Uh, you know, it'd be cool if he if he was on the show. It'd be cool if he did something in that Seth Rollins Triple H match, like where yep. Samoa Joe interferes, Finn Balor comes, and evens the odds or something. 
Yeah, judging off the house shows, that could that could be something. Yeah, that could happen. Man, just even talking through this card sound it's tedious just to talk about just to read this list of matches. Right. How are you feeling about Sunday, Matt? How are you feeling about sitting down and? I'm more excited for NXT. Yeah. Um, actually, not like I used to be. I take that back. Mm. I used to be really excited to watch NXT the night before Mania. It'll be good, and uh, I think. I can watch wrestling nonstop. You know, I can watch triple. I can watch any type of wrestling. Um, but <laughs> that said, I, I generally skip the pre-show. For many, I won't. But for most pay-per-views with them, I generally skip the pre-show because of how long they are. You know, the the, the, the pay-per-view as a whole. It's a lot of wrestling this weekend. And Matt, you're joining us for the NXT um, podcast as well. We're going to be doing a special podcast after NXT on Saturday and then also a podcast on Sunday after WrestleMania and also our Wednesday, our usual Wednesday afternoon uh, podcast. So uh, we got a lot of podcasts this week, too. Yeah. Yeah. Big week, man. Big week. A lot of stuff going on. So, yeah, we will be back here, Raj and myself, on Wednesday to talk about SmackDown going into Mania. Uh, Matt and Raj will be back on Saturday to talk about TakeOver. Three of us will be back here on Sunday and Monday night to talk about Mania and the Raw after. And, man, here we are. It's the thick of it. It's go time. Yeah. And, you know, WrestleMania, it'll be it'll be cool. Whether or not it lives up to it, just the spectacle, it'll be fun. And I'm sure there'll be some surprises and stuff like that. So, don't uh, a lot of there's a lot of people negative on Twitter about this year's WrestleMania, but uh, mm. I think I think you'll see some cool stuff. Absolutely. So before we uh, take it home, anything else, Matt? Anything you want to plug? Uh, no, I'm good. No plugs. Hang on, no plugs this week. No, no plugs this week. Cool, Raj. What should people look for on the site? I assume oh, this for you. This is your this is your moment, man. This is your Tons week. of stuff. We got an article on the, the Triple H and his comments about Randy Orton that we just talked about. It's coming up in a few hours. Uh, more from my interview with Medusa, my interview with Diamond Dallas Page. Um, some stuff from my interview with Jim Ross. I've kind of held off on that just with the, the yeah. tragedy with his his wife. But I, I did want to put the stuff where he's talking about his shows this weekend. The, the, the interview took place, obviously, before uh, that terrible accident. Um, so, yes, just tons of stuff coming up this week. Cool, man. So everyone stay tuned to the site for that. So until next time, everyone, if you want to follow us on Twitter and see, uh, you know, the things we're tweeting during WrestleMania week, all of our links are in the show notes. And uh, Raj and I will be back here on Wednesday to talk about SmackDown. So until next time, everyone, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and I'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.